everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. You're in the throes of making a major decision, maybe a vocational decision, a relational decision, a recreational decision, a marital decision, a parental decision. You're in the throes of making a decision. We're all in the middle, in the midst of making choices, are we not? Life is a net effect of choices. We all make decisions. How do you go about this process? Because in life, they seem to just fly at us at a NASCAR-type pace. How do we make decisions? That's a great question. I discovered that dynamic decision makers are self-aware. Those who make dumb decisions are self-unaware. To know yourself, you have to know the one who knows you better than anyone, and that's the Lord. You can't really know yourself outside of him because he's the one who made you and me. He's the one who designed you and me. So in reality, you might think you know yourself, but I would argue you don't really know yourself until you know the one who knows you better than you'll know yourself. Well, today we're looking at a king And this king is in Daniel chapter 6. Now, Daniel is over in the Old Testament, Daniel chapter 6. And we're going to look at a king. His name was Darius. And also, there's another gentleman in the Bible named Daniel. I would say Daniel was one of the most self-aware people we'll ever come in contact with. You look at his life, humility. Look at his life, integrity. Look at his life. He stood in the midst of a very pagan culture. Daniel was in an area, specifically the city of Jerusalem. Jerusalem was overtaken by the Babylonians. He was deported, he and some friends, all the way back to Babylon. Now think about this. Babylon was a very sensual, wheels-off, crazy culture. There were no believers there. Yet Daniel stood for the Lord. Daniel had generation after generation after generation of integrity. He, and we know several of his friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those are the guys who went through the fiery furnace. Daniel was amazing. Yet we're going to find that Darius, and I don't want the name to confuse you, but just stay with me, Darius was the alpha male, the man over the Persians. The Persians took out the Babylonians. So when Darius showed up, King Darius, he looked around and he realized what Daniel had done. He realized that Daniel had spoken to the lives of so many powerful people. And that's brilliant. I mean, we've got to give him a round of applause. Good job, Darius. Darius, you, yeah, that's good. Darius, you recognize that, that, that Daniel was amazing. And the Bible says in Daniel chapter 6, verse 3, Daniel 
so distinguished himself among the administrators and the satraps by his exceptional qualities. Again, this guy had a serious track record of humility, of integrity, of living the life in the midst of a difficult, difficult situation. So Daniel so distinguished himself by his exceptional qualities that the king planned, that's Darius, to set him over the whole kingdom. Now that's important because remember, there's a new kingdom now. Darius had come in, he'd taken over Babylon, and it was a fresh start, a new kingdom. He was wise, he thought, who can I give this to? I mean, who can run the show? There's only one, Daniel. And here's what's so interesting, Daniel was not a Persian, he was a Jew, yet Darius tapped him on the shoulder. Here's, here's what I find fascinating, because in the Bible, not only do we know what to do, and not only does God tell us what to do, and we see that through different figures like Daniel. Okay, Daniel will tell us what to do. We can emulate him. The Bible also tells us by looking at figures like Darius what not to do. So you can learn from someone like, like Darius who is, who is Phi Beta Kappa at being dumb. We can learn what not to do. And conversely, with Daniel, we can learn someone who is self-aware to, to really do the right stuff. Darius did something stupid, man. He went on social media, ancient social media. He started blabbing and talking about this decision. Oh, I'm planning on Daniel taking over the whole deal. Whoa, I'm planning on this guy running the show. Man, Daniel is the man I'm planning on him doing it. How many times do we drop the ball? How many times are we self-unaware when we talk too much about what we're going to do? Don't talk to everyone about what you're going to do. Lean into the Daniels. Lean into the right people in your lives. If you talk, though, to anyone and everyone, invariably, the wrong group will come into your life and mess you up. And that is what happened to Darius. Darius! I mean, looking at him, it's hilarious. Darius, you're so dumb. You've got Daniel right by you. You've announced to everyone on social media that he's the man. You've talked too much to the wrong people. And when you talk too much, the wrong people pick up stuff, and they'll come to you and mess you up. Here's something about Christianity you need to understand. Christianity is about a remnant. It's about a small collection of people. You're never going to please the masses. In other words, the Bible says from cover to cover, the majority is wrong. Let me say that again. The majority is usually wrong. 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 There was just a few who lived for God in this pagan culture. There's just going to be a few who live for God in your company, my friend. There's just going to be a few who stand up for Jesus around your neighborhood. There's just going to be a few. Christianity is about 
the remnant. You can trace it from the Old Testament to the New Testament. So you're not always going to be the most popular. You're not always going to be the most liked. You're not always going to be the one everybody claps for. And Daniel wasn't. Yet because of Daniel's self-awareness, because of his integrity, he was able to speak into the lives of kings, of the powerful. Wow, Daniel, what a guy. Well, what happened? Everyone knew that Daniel was going to be the man. Everyone saw how blessed he was. Now, Daniel is old. I mean, he's like in his late 80s now, maybe early 90s. And people are like, wow, this guy's amazing. People are like, wow, why would they pick a non-Persian? You want some racism here? Why would they pick a non-Persian to run the show? You see, Darius had a board of directors, one being Daniel, who was unbelievable, the other being a bunch of posers, a bunch of players, a bunch of people who were jolted with jealousy when they saw Daniel was going to be the man in charge. Jealousy. Jealousy. If you trace jealousy back, it starts with pride. And then it can be said someone who's jealous is self-unaware. They were jealous, man. What's this non-Persian? What's this Jew doing? What's he doing? And he's going he's gonna to take the reins of this place? What's up with that? And the group didn't really dig it. Jealousy is something that everyone deals with. Those engines of envy began to get going. And when we feel that, when we see that, we need to take it to God. God, hey, and God knows, I'm feeling jealous. Well, God will tell us, and he tells us in our word, why don't you just, why don't you pray for that person? Because the scripture says, weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice. Man, that's difficult. It's a God thing. At the end of the day, I'm not that person. At the end of the day, that person is not me. At the end of the day, the satraps and administrators weren't Daniel. Daniel was not one of those guys. Take it to God. And some of you right now are dealing with jealousy. And one of the evil sides of social media is jealousy. It's envy. It's a highlight reel of people's lives. It's totally unrealistic. And every time we go on social media, I'm here to tell you it's about jealousy Envy, and how can I one-up someone by my physique, by my travel schedule, by the massive crowds I'm speaking in front of, by money, by this car? What's, what's driving that? So much of it. It's people who were self-unaware. And amazingly, those who were self-unaware don't even know they're self-unaware because if they did, they wouldn't be self-unaware. And right now, you're thinking about someone else, and it's you, and it's me. The group came to Darius, these haters. Look at, look at verses 6 and 7. So the administrators and the satraps went as a group, the majority, 
remember I'll say it again, is usually wrong. As a Christian, we're always swimming upstream. We're going against the current. And one of the hilarious things we say these days, oh, where there's smoke, there's fire. Sometimes, but more often than not, it's just smoke. They witnessed a group to the king and said, oh, King Darius, live forever. Forever, forever. Darius is like, man, I like this. These guys are awesome. The royal administrators, prefects, satraps, advisors, and governors have all agreed. Wow, all agreed? Where's Daniel? No, that's a lie. Exaggeration. They voted? Really? They voted. You realize every time God's people in the Bible voted, they voted outside his will? Every time, read it, that God's chosen people voted, they voted outside the will of God. Again, I'll tell you the majority is usually, not always, but usually wrong. We've all agreed that the king should issue an edict, read here, a massive email, tweet, whatever you want to say, and enforce the decree. Again, they never consulted the right person. That anyone who prays to any God or man during the next 30 days except to you, O king, shall be thrown into the lion's den. They played up to his pride. They said, Darius, you can, you can write a book, 30 days of me. Isn't it awesome, Darius, because you are awesome. You are amazing. You are the man. You are great. What were they thinking? They, they, they didn't give a flying flip about that. They wanted to take Daniel out. They wanted Daniel to be lion bait. And here's what happens about negative people. A negative group will take someone and throw that person under the bus, but what happens eventually is the negative people get run over by their bus. That's what they don't understand because they're self-unaware. Darius, what are you doing? Darius, you're going to agree with this, with this crazy group? So you know what Darius does? He makes an emotional decision. If you're self-aware, you cannot make emotional decisions. Emotions are great, but he makes an emotional decision. I am the man. I am great. Yeah, this sounds great. 30 days of me. And he presses the send button and the mass email is sent. Well, see, they had ancient technology. Once you press the send button, once you say send, you can't take it back. You can't delete it. You can't change it. You, it's sent. It's in writing. How many times, don't raise your hand, have you pressed the send button and you've gone, what have I done? How many times have we done that? Why did I respond to that text in that manner? 
Why did I post that? Why did I say that? I didn't mean that. We, we hide behind the screens these days. It's so ironic that we have better communication these days in the history, than in the history of any time, any place in the world, yet we have a hard time sitting down with someone and having a conversation. It's amazing. Why didn't Darius talk to Daniel? Why aren't you talking to your Daniel? Why? It became really difficult because these men played up to him and they played up to him to such a degree he made a dumb decision because as we all know, the best decisions in life aren't always the easiest. Isn't that true? Students, listen to me. Children, listen to me. The best decisions in life aren't always the easiest ones. Because if you please God, it doesn't matter who you displease. But if you displease God, it doesn't matter who you please. And that's Daniel. Daniel was pleasing an audience of one. If anybody, Darius, worships any God or anything other than you during 30 days, lion bait. They knew what Daniel would do. Daniel saw the email. They knew his courage. They knew his integrity. And these men went as a group the wrong day, as 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 a group and found Daniel praying and asking for God's help. Then in verse 13, they said to the king, Daniel, who was one of the exiles. I mean, how racist is that? Is that unbelievable? Daniel, who's one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you. That's, that's wrong. That's not true. Again, the haters will always lie. They're always going to exaggerate. Don't believe the haters. In fact, I would encourage you not to read too much into social media. It can send you on a roller coaster ride up and down up and down about yourself, about others. And I would say the majority of it isn't real. It isn't even true. Yeah, we think it's real because we say, wow, perception is reality. And sadly, in today's culture, it is, but it's not what I'm saying to you. It's not. It's not. And, and Daniel understood reality because he was self-aware. So, so the king sends this. They're lying to the king. Now they come to the king and tell them that Daniel is praying to his God. So what does the king do? He has to lob Daniel into the lion's den. It killed him. It tore him up. No one survived the lion's den. Are you, are you facing a Darius decision right now? Are you, are, you, are you facing a major decision 
in your life. Who are you listening to? First of all, we have to listen to God. That's where self-awareness comes in. And secondly, we have to have the Daniels in our lives. Daniels are not going to volunteer. Daniels are not going to blow up your phone. Daniels don't swim in schools. They're singles. You've got to find them. Daniels are in the house of God, serving. Daniels have integrity. Daniels have humility. Daniels speak the truth in love. So they lobbed Daniel into the lion's den. And the king, normally he had entertainment at night. The Bible says in verse in verse 18, then the king returned to his palace and spent the night without eating and without any entertainment being brought to him, even though he took Ambien. <laughs> he could not sleep. And notice, skip up to verse 16. If you have your Bibles, you can look up or you can read it on view a verse. The king said to Daniel, right before he lobbed him into the lion's den, I love this, May your God, whom you serve continually, rescue you. The king woke up, ran down early in the morning. Who was taking a nap with the lions? Daniel. Petting the lions, scratching their bellies, had nicknames for them. The Bible says a messenger shut their mouths. Some theologians think this was a pre-incarnate visit of Jesus. Remember Old Testament. So Daniel emerges, and guess who becomes lion bait? Take a while, guess, a, a stab at who becomes lion bait. Yeah, 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 you got it. Got it. Dear Heavenly Father, as our heads are bowed and eyes are closed, we thank you for this decision. We can learn so much from Darius about what not to do, a little bit about what to do. We can learn a lot from Daniel about what to do, maybe in our vocation, maybe in a marriage, maybe in a family situation, maybe in a church situation. And right now, I know the Holy Spirit of God is applying these principles and precepts to your life and to mine. We are a part of the minority. We are the remnant. Look at what God has done, is doing, and will do through the remnant. Through the remnant in your neighborhood, through the remnant at school, through the remnant at your work. Lord, I never thought a remnant 27 years ago would be able to be a part of a ride like fellowship. Maybe you're here today and you've never given your life to Christ. You've never ever said, Jesus, take control of my life. Today you can make that decision. How? By simply saying this. Just say, God, say this after me. God, I admit to you the obvious that I'm a sinner, that I've messed up, I fumbled the ball. I admit that to you, I turn from that, and I turn to you, Jesus. I believe, Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. And right now, 
I ask you, Jesus, to come into my life to power wash my soul. Thank you for listening, and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.